But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It is the not wildcard playoff edition of Lima Time Time. I think it's episode 26, it might be episode 27. Uh, it could be episode episode 28. There could be an alternate universe where we've been doing this for, for 15 years. <laughs> and it's episode 347. So who knows for sure what episode it is. Uh, my name's James. He is Patrick. Uh, Patrick, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm doing, cool. I'm doing as uh, I live and die with the Astros, and that's to be expected this time of year. So, so there's that. Depressing. It's a little depressing, but I want to save that until <laughs> ap- until after we take care of our contractual obligations. So tell the good folks about Bravado Spice. Well, there's one alternate universe I'd like to live in, and that's where I'm giving a, given a lot of free hot sauce from Bravado. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's this actual universe. They give me free hot sauce. They are awesome. Go to bravadospice.com. Follow their social media accounts. Uh, they're doing a bunch of cool pop-up shit here in Houston. Uh, they uh, are teaming up with the burger joint again to do their uh their special burgers which are ridiculously good so uh if you're in the city check that out and if you're not that sucks yeah but uh bravado spice is awesome i'm wearing the hat right now not because they made me because it's comfy but uh yeah check them out They're, they rule also bravado we're gonna need our cash really soon so if you'd give us that giant bag of cash you promised us uh, right. the season's almost over we'd appreciate it yeah that, that thank would, you that would be very helpful uh, from this our... is the number one Astros podcast, and there's a reason for that. So we need our money. Thank you. <laughs> and we are very happy to welcome back our special guest. Uh, you know him from from a variety of places, and 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 if you're a Lima Time Time listener, uh, and you, and you're not into comedy, then you know him as the guy that pissed you off a couple months back. It is Nick Mundy. Nick, how are you yes. doing? Oh, what what a what an infamous intro to get! Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me back on the show. I'm glad I didn't get blacklisted. Um, no, no, it was awesome. I would like to say, I would like to say to everyone, uh, anyone who was possibly offended by my feelings, while I believe in them wholeheartedly, uh, you know, don't get mad. <laughs> uh, I, I, but you know, the cool thing is. Um, me and my wife uh, went to our – for our anniversary, we went up to Seattle because neither of us have ever been and we were exploring the city. Also, it was coincidentally that the Astros were playing a three-game series there. Um, it's, shh, keep that. That it was a coincidence. Coincidence? That's um, awesome. That's good luck. That's real good luck. Yeah. And we went to two of the games, which they won, and then they, they lost the game we had to leave on. But I did try to change my flight and um, – you know, get okay. new tickets, but it cost me like a grand. Yeah. So sorry, uh, but I also blame Fister. Um, I would have to say, like I've noticed this a while going to Anaheim games. The Astros are starting to travel more than I've ever seen in like the last ten years. I feel like this year, even oh four oh oh five, like I was in New York and the team didn't travel to see the Mets. Um, they'd never traveled to see the Angels. Dodger games, they never traveled, but they're starting to travel, like. 
third uh, first base side in Anaheim, it's all Astros fans. We're like that, yeah, the Cubs good. at Minute Maid. Well, that's not, awesome. Not, that's at, that's really good to hear. Well, we're not that good. We're not that good, but we're getting there. But we're there. Like we are, we're showing up now. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think the Cubs fans outnumber us sometimes. Oh, yeah. they, they well, definitely do. Yeah. I'm wondering it's because the city's big and people are spreading their wings and moving, and it's just there's there's actually Houstonians living in other places now. I was wondering that. That might be true. Yeah. Because yeah, it's tough to travel during the year when you know you got three game series on Tuesday, you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like, ah, I don't know. I, and and I wonder. I'm just like, proud of you, Astros Twitter. As far as as far as, hang on a second, crap. Sorry. Boo! My dog just like opened the door, and I didn't want to wake up the kid, and so um, I wonder, like, as far as the 0405 teams traveling, or for, yeah, tra- fans traveling for those 0405 teams, were there? Do you think that that fans were traveling to Astros games, but because they were like old school Clemens and Pettit fans, like they were Yankees fans and they'd, they'd come and wear their Yankees crap and we just never noticed because they weren't wearing the brick red and pinstripe trash jerseys. Uh, wouldn't from, put it past them. Like, do you think that, because I mean. I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. There was a ton of Yankee fans that would come to Astros games and they would just wear their, their Yankees Pettit jersey or Clemens jersey and they're just like supporting their guy and that's it. Yeah. They never wavered from their Yankee fandom. So I wonder if there's if yeah, and, if there's like likable players on the like everyone who doesn't like Altuve and Correa is awesome. Like, are there just more likable players? And because of Twitter and MLB Network, you know, and and either the Astros are actually getting some play on ESPN, that's creating some some interest in some like bandwagon fans that just like the yeah. What if there's like early bandwagoners? Like people are like, oh, they saw the Sports Illustrated cover and they're like they're jumping on it now, yeah. so they can say they were there before they won the World Series. I wonder if people are that terrible. I, I'm, I'm saying they are. People are that calculated and terrible that they would see. Oh, this team's gonna be good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start rooting for them. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is, you know, the Astros that stuck with us, like that, like us who watched like every game in 2012 and still have, you know, Carlos Corporan jerseys um, <laughs> and, and a Matt Dominguez autograph. Um, those, those guys really worked out. Yeah, um, they did. You know, I think like we're louder, we're boisterous. I think social media helps, and I think it's just like I think this is a fun team. This is a team that likes to uh, party. You know, like hey, look, I love the '90s, 2000s Astros, but they were boring assholes. No, they were the church Astros. Yeah, and these are like church Astros. These are like the bad youth group kids that sneak <laughs> out at, at the ghetto at the at the camp. And go smoke a joint on a canoe. <laughs> this team does need to get into a fight. That's one. That's one thing they don't do is fight. And I, and I think if they did that, I, I think the the Astros fans would lay down their lives for them. If yeah. They just like yeah. beat somebody up. I feel like we get bullied a little bit. Well, and it and it, it, it happened with the last year with the Rangers series when Bannister the Royals the the Royals should have got drop kicked. I mean, somebody should have gone out and literally drop kicked Edinson Volquez or something like that. Yep. But but I think Rangers fans like they would like I I guarantee you there is someone in Dallas with a with a tattoo of Jeff Bannister sticking his finger in AJ Hinch's face like across his back and it's probably Evan Grant the writer for the Dallas Morning News that has that tattoo. But but <laughs> they will like that's how Rangers fans feel about Bannister. Like they will 
because he's willing to get thrown out, because he's willing to put his finger in, in somebody else's face, and Hinch just isn't that guy. And it's not, maybe maybe that's what you need, but it sure would be nice to see Hinch throw a, a bucket of baseballs onto the field and go absolutely bonkers one game. Yeah, just one game. Not even, yeah, I, I, I just need one. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen him go, he went bitch cakes the other day. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a funny thing. No, he got thrown out. No, this happened like two or three weeks ago during the drift. The Cleveland game? It was the yes. Cleveland game. He still didn't get that mad. He just was out there. Well, it's not like he's Phil Garner who's going to pull a knife on someone. Well, but you know, I, I kind of want him to pull a knife. But yeah. Yeah. Who would you rather have, Hinch or Phil Garner? Hinch. Okay. I'd Ultimately, like. Who do I want with a knife, Phil Garner? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because he brings his own knife. Right. Of course. So, yeah. So, I mean, if we're it's a knife fight, then yeah, I'm taking Phil Garner. I think Phil but, Garner. But, Phil, but, but what do you want a double switch? Right. I don't want Phil Garner messing with that lineup card at all i want phil garner to have the knife like in a in a like in a james bond like switchblade shoe uh that he like kicks the umpire and stabs it and, like cuts his achilles he's got like the, the yeah yeah the little the heel yeah where you like click the heel and the knife comes out yeah, yep that'd be awesome okay phil garner, cleats. Have it. <laughs> phil garner would have gaddis hitting third he would that's true. He really would. That's uh, what's sad is that's really dead on. Yep. Castro would hit second. Mm-hmm. Springer wouldn't be on the team for, for looking <laughs> no. weird. No, he doesn't like his haircut. He hates his haircut. <laughs> yeah, hates his hair. He's he, he needs time to, to grow up and mature. So I'll, he's a triple A hitting four seventy. <laughs> for 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 the fourth he, straight year. But he, yeah, but he still has a mohawk and it's just not gonna cut it. Altuve's too short. Red Peacock would be our starter. Altuve's yeah, too Altuve short. needs he's to prove a... himself. He's hitting in the nine spot. Yeah, <laughs> but he's platooning him with uh, with Gonzalez at second. He hadn't won him over yet. He likes Mar- He likes Marwin's versatility. He loves Marwin's versatility. Marwin is, but is the star. Unfortunately, he's a pitcher. <laughs> he has. Yeah, he, he definitely pitches some. Giles goes five outs, six outs sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely got to bring him in. Bring him in early. Oh, Garner sucks. This is like exactly what he would do. This is exactly what he would do. So how are we feeling? And then Cecil. Oh, go ahead. Cecil Cooper was somehow worse. Cecil Cooper was somehow worse. That's true. That's true. Poor Coop. He didn't have a chance. No. He didn't have a chance in hell. He kind of deserved one a little bit. I he wasn't my favorite, but I think anybody who put up with that shit for a few years deserved the chance to coach the good team. And that's just me being sentimental. I don't really think he was good enough, but that's how I, feel. I don't think he was. But I don't think he was bad enough to not get the shot. And my sentimentality towards Bo Porter is well noted. Like I'm a I'm a Bo Porter yeah, fan. Yeah, Bo Porter too. Yeah, Bo Porter. Bo Porter got screwed. Really. He he got lit. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll go with that one. So yeah, Cecil Cooper was just a lame duck. Yeah. It's nice true. guy though. Maybe. I don't know. I never met him. He can die. I don't care. <laughs> uh, that's, how, that's how quick I'll flip. I don't, I don't. I'm not loyal at all. These hoes ain't loyal. So, so let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk playoffs. How are we feeling about the possibility of – do are, are we in suspended disbelief? Like are we just kind of thinking like it would be cool if it happened but there's no chance it's going to happen? Or is there, is there a, a, a level of, of belief that the Astros can pull this off? Where are you all as far as making the second wild card? Nick, you want I, this? 
Yeah, you know what, man? Like, we really have to go, like, 11 and 1 the rest of it. But with this schedule, like, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, I saw us live play. Uh, play I saw us play live. And granted, the second game, Saturday's game, they were throwing a perfect hitter. Uh, a perfect game. Uh, sound like a dummy. <laughs> a perfect hitter. <laughs> For, like, the first, uh, like, five innings. Five innings, yeah. Yeah, but you know what, man? Like Yuri can hit clutch. He did. He had two big hits in those two games. Guriel. I think Gaddis is. Yeah, Yuri. Uh, Gaddis is playing like super Gaddis, and we're looking pretty damn good. I, I mean, you know, two bases really are starting to pick up. I feel confident as long as Fister's not pitching, and somehow Mike Fires is. You know, has cheat codes again. Yeah. Just, my Flyers is like Captain Adequate. He's just adequate. <laughs> he just, and then every once in a while he'll have a terrible dude, start. Every once in a while have Friday. a great, and then he'll have a great start. And you're like, oh yeah. yeah. But then he just kind of stays under the radar the rest of the time. I mean, I, you know, it's good. It's it's improbable. It's not impossible. But it's happening. All right. So so basically, if the Astros were to so let's say that all right, as of right hold now, on, hold on, uh, my speaker just my. What the hell happened to my headphones? Hello? Yeah, you're Hi. good. Hold on just a sec. This is what bravado pays us for. Idiot. All right. Give us our money, bravado. <laughs> <laughs> you, you idiots. Oh. All right. Like here we I'm go. testing them every week now. I'm just like calling them out. They never say anything because they don't listen. Right. Are they not paying us? They're paying us in, in goods. Yeah, it's a barter. We have a lifetime, but we're, we're demanding our money now. It's a, yeah, it's a barter economy. Um, so, okay, so let's let's break through, and we're, we're, we're recording this in the middle, like almost literally the middle of the second Astros-Oakland uh, game. Um, and the Astros are 79 and 71, two and a half, as of right now, two and a half games behind. So second. yeah, so if they get this win, two out. Two out. But the thing is, like, Baltimore has 82 wins. The, if the Astros go, let's see, so this would be game 151. There'd be 11 games after tonight. Okay, so, so by the time people listen to this, there'll be 11 games left. If the Astros go 10-1, and one, that puts them at 90 wins, which means that the Blue Jays would need to, they'd only need to win seven. And Baltimore has played one more game than than Toronto. Like they're they're looking at needing to win seven games as well. It's not like going ten and one down the. See, stretch. they all have to play each other. That's that's where that's where I get my optimism from. Yeah, right, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, no, you're. I mean, you're you're right. And the Astros still have to play the Mariners one more time. The the but there's the Tigers in there as well. So it's all ah, it's so jumbled. Like it just changes on a day to day basis. And I joked around this morning about how I'm going to drive myself insane trying to find the three dumbest games the Astros lost to put them in the position where they're not where they don't make the playoffs. The did you wait? What you, now? The dumbest games now? Yeah, the, you the, broke up a little bit. Just the dumbest losses that the Astros encountered over the course of 162 games. Like there's, there, I've already got a list of three or four that were just yeah, stupid. Yeah, but let's read them back so I can feel good. You, you want those games? 
yeah, let's give me the t- let's give us the top three and let me see how much I like those. Okay. Um, well, there was the September twelfth game against Texas, the drop third strike that put Rugnet Odor on first base. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's got to be up there. Yep. Um, the other three that I have Never were forget. were games that the Astros had like rallied late, like like top eight, top nine. Um and then blew it like with the the bullpen just had a bad game and blew there, it. There are two ra- there are two or three Rangers games that we either tied or took the lead in the ninth and they uh, won an extra innings. Yeah, I try not to make it because I I'm literally in the process of like ranking the, all 15 losses to the Rangers on a scale of one to 15 witches. <laughs> um and I'm about I'm about two thirds of the way through that, but real life keeps getting in the way where I can't finish it. But we've got all off season to think about that, but. They're all they're all bad. In fact, can I help you a little Look, bit? Look, I can they're make this really easy. Bad. I can make this easier. Half the Ranger games that we lost. If we're half stupid. the Ranger games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean to go four and fifteen against the team that, that you're trying to beat for the division. Like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's terrible. These you can't that yeah. we're in this position, like in a good way, and we're we still did that. Like, yeah, th- that's what makes it hurt is like that we're right here and we're terrible and it's like it just doesn't feel good even though we're playing late September meaningful baseball and it just doesn't feel like it. Yeah. And I keep I keep, you know the, I follow some fans of other teams and like Royals fans are remarkably pragmatic and it could be because they got the ring last year. But they're like, well, you know, whatever. Can't it's not going to happen every year. And I feel like I really want it to happen every year and maybe that makes me unreasonable. Yeah, but we don't have a chance every year. This is our golden. Win- this is our window right now. No, 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 no. Because there was one podcast you guys did. I almost called you, even though it was like three days later. <laughs> <laughs> like we're at the start of the journey. This is this is ninety seven. Okay, to put it in Astros terms. Okay, I, uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, like we're gonna get better. We we're gonna get better. Like. Yuri turned out. I think Yuri's the guy that's like finally gonna at in the five spot and actually hit the ball when we have people on base and actually be clutch because that's all he's been doing since he got here. Bregman, I think is, Bregman's a star. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get better. I mean, you know, I, we're looking pretty damn. We're looking pretty damn good. I mean, Altuve yeah. just did a terrible bunt right there, but uh, that's what you want. We're you, we're looking pretty. We're pretty good. I like. I'm excited again. I mean, it's harder than it was last year, but we were. I mean, at this time, it felt pretty desperate too. Like I was doing math that wasn't fun. You know, it was um, the strange thing about the the difference between last year and this year is that this year we're trying to catch up. Last year we were trying to hold on to a one or two game playoff wild card lead. Like it just feels weird. It, it feels worse trying to make up the game. You're going into games thinking. We need to win, and the, these teams need to lose. Rather than okay, if the Astros just win, everything's good. Like there's a there's a difference in being ahead by two games and being behind by two or two or three games with eleven left. Yeah, and yeah. and sure, like it it doesn't help that like three of our top nine players are injured. Yeah, but look, we could, I thought we were going to fold it up two weeks ago, but then we started playing better. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, and we're in position to have pretty much the same season as we did last year. It just doesn't feel the same. And I don't know if it's because of the Rangers or what it is, but it just 
feels bad, and we're still probably going to have 85-plus wins. I know we have to – we probably need 88 to make the playoffs, but yeah. it's still right there. I mean, <laughs> whatever. So, so, I don't know. So let's I don't know. I'm, still on, I'm still on the novelty that we're talking about the Astros baseball in September. I know, so, and I guess I'm, and, I feel I'm being selfish. Next year, that won't cut it, but like this year, like, yeah, I mean – because you can see, like, going – the way I can tell, like, we're a good team is that other cities know our players and are scared shitless of our teams. Like, the Angels – Angel fans are just like, oh, we're, we're screwed. <laughs> right. They're not worried about the Rangers. They're worried about us. Same with Seattle. Like, I talked to – like, every concession guy was like, oh, God, you guys are going to own us. <laughs> um, so it's like – I mean, I know that's not like – the most sabermetric way of like discovering if you're a good team, if like concession stand guys are afraid of you. But here we are. Um, yeah, I like I feel pretty damn good now. I think I think this season exposed our pitching depth. Yes. Yeah, I, that's a big thing too, and that needs to be fixed. But I mean, I'd rather be exposed and fix it than to think we're good and and then just shit the bed. I think that's where that's where we were in April. Like to think, okay, we're solid top to bottom, and then find out pretty quickly, no, that's actually not the case. And McCullers is basically a non-factor this season. Like he started out hurt. He he only pitched what two months, two and a half months of the season. Yeah, yeah, he's he scares me a little bit. It's a lost season. This was a lost season for other than he became like the darling of of the the darling Astros player on social media. Um, that that was his biggest contribution to the team. Like he's fun on Twitter. Like that's that's it. So he's so, very fun on Twitter. Yeah. So let's let's talk. And I I know Nick, you're you're running. Uh, you're sort of more limited than we are on time. So I, I still I want to make sure you get to yeah, play. We're good. No. Yeah, no rush, no rush. Let's keep it going. Let's right, keep good. going, baby. Good. So let's let's say that the improbable happens and the Astros make it to they they do it and they they pull themselves into um, wild card number two. And let's just say I'm trying to pull up the standings real quick, and I've turned off my Wi-Fi so that it doesn't mess with the recording as much. Let's say they go to Toronto. Okay. So that's, that's a tough one. So it's the Astros at the whatever sky. It's not the Sky Dome anymore, but it's always going to be the Sky Dome. Um, it's the Sky. It's the Drake Arena. The it's, it's the Drake Memorial uh, Coliseum. Um, who who do you want starting that game? That one game playoff. It's got to be Keuchel. You would throw Ke- even Scott. though he hasn't pitched since the end of August. You would throw Keuchel. Yep. Uh, I think you got to go McHugh. After what after what Keiko did at Yankee Stadium, you just—I mean—he's the guy that he hadn't been great this year, but he's still the dude. I don't think—I don't think you mess with I, that at all. I think you got BQ and then Davinsky ready to go. Yeah, that's true. When you're in a wild card game, it's a short leash, and you could go—you can platoon it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. I just think uh, I, I want Keiko, part of even me, for an, an, an intimidation factor. They're like, oh, shit, Keiko went to Yankee Stadium last year and shut those idiots down. Like, uh, uh-oh. You know, even even though he hadn't had a good year, it's still going to ring in their head that he can pitch. Well, guys, Musgrove just gave up his first hit in the sixth inning. Dead guy. So it. that's I wasn't going to say I hate, anything. I hate these A's jerseys, by the way. I just don't like them. No, you liar. You're the reason we had Brick for 12 years. <laughs> you don't like the yellow? 
I mean, you like the yellow? Yeah, they're red. I, I don't like them. I, I don't know what it is, and I love their colors, and I, I've always liked their uniforms. I don't like the yellow. It's just loud. Green pants. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I, you know, part of me was like, because me, um, me and James were talking this before we recorded. Like, we were like, who would you pitch? Like, I would go, McHugh was my first, and I was like, maybe Davinsky starting? That's crazy. Do you think he? But do you think Davinsky gets another shot? Do you think he like? I know he was. A, he's been a starter his whole career. Do you think he like? He he's gonna be long relief now, or do you think that he gets another shot at uh, the rotation? I think he. I think the Astros see what happens this offseason as far as upgrading pitching, and Davinsky is a major possibility to take like Fister's spot. Because I'd re- I'd really like to see him get a legit shot. I know he came up and he had a couple of rough starts and stuff, but he looked good in that first start. He looked incredible. Yeah, he's only he hasn't had much of a he hasn't had much of a shot this year. No, he only had a few shots and he got hit around a couple games, which is going to happen. I mean, Musgrove got after his great start, he got hit around he too. Shellac, so I mean, it's yeah. going to happen. So what do you what is the I rota- honestly I honestly think uh I think Davinsky's in the rotation next year. I think he's like our four guy. So so what do you want nice. to see how does the rotation shake out for you? Who are your top 5 for next year? Wait, should we finish off the playoff tangent? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> who, who, who's your pick, James? I mean, it's, yeah. Who do you want starting? It's I do not want Fister. Starting. No, I I don't think Keuchel's shoulder. Like he'd have to start throwing today. Yeah, to, I mean, he have to, I mean, and let me let me throw the caveat of it, him being healthy. I, I'm not just saying Keuchel. Like he has to be healthy and ready to go. I yeah. just mean in general. No, no, if I, I have understand. My pick, I'm picking Otherwise, healthy Keuchel. Otherwise, uh, Keuchel's just rookie of the year it the whole time. Yeah, we don't need him doing the the floater. Best floater since Scuffy McGee. <laughs> Best line ever. Um, it's I certainly don't want Mike Fire starting a, a wild card game on the road. Like it, it's, so it's McHugh then. It's it has gotta to be. be. It's got to be McHugh. And, and, and McHugh with a short leash. Musgrove as the rookie. Do you want a rookie? Does it matter? Like, is it? Are we past the point of? Do you just throw the guy with the best stuff and and it just plays out how it plays out? Like, would you would you want Musgrove over McHugh? No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it if it was announced just because of his stuff. But no, I mean McHugh is somewhat proven. I don't hate McHugh at all. I, I in fact I'd like Musgrove. In the bullpen, ready to go. If McHugh is a little off, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, that's how they're going to have to play that game. Yeah, that, that's how the game has to be played. Exactly. It's just going to be a, an all-out effort from everybody, and especially well, to beat things. Toronto. I mean, two things. I mean, McHugh was great game one against Kansas City. He killed that game. He did. Yeah. Uh, and then two. I think the harder question is not who would pitch the wild card. Who the hell would pitch game one? So we're assuming that the that the Astros beat the we, Blue Jays. We, we beat Toronto at Toronto. I don't even know if we're capable of doing that. To be honest with you, it, it would be it would be I a, think it would be a game that the Astros uh, won. No, we're, we're confident men. We're confident men. I'm a very confident man, but that Toronto just beats up on us. Yeah, that they, offense. If the Astros win that game, it's because they won fifteen to twelve. Yeah, I agree. But that's not necessarily Toronto. I mean, they could win the division. I mean, we could be at Boston, at Baltimore. I mean, there's literally four teams it could be. Yeah. That's if we make hey, it. Hey, we're at Baltimore. I'm fine with that. I'm ve- oh, actually that stadium, too. 
What? They'll hit 17 home runs against us. The Astros are what, like 6-1 and one against the Orioles this year? Yeah, I'm just, not, I'm just not confident at all. That's what it is. <laughs> but, 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 but that'll change. If we reel off 10 in a row or whatever it takes to win and we get in, I'm going to feel a lot better going into a playoff game. Well, than yeah. I do right now. If they make it in, then then you go. Then they just went lights out, and they've been dominating for, you know, for a week and a half. And all their confidence is up, and their nuts are big, and everything's awesome. But I think they're young and stupid enough to, if they got in, to go in and win it. I, I admit. I mean, once you get in, any team can reel off some wins. Like that's the thing. You just got to make uh, it. Yeah, there. and Mike Fires make, make we'll, the we'll pitch game one. Whatever. <laughs> if we make it there, it's it's house money. You know. Yeah, it really is. Like fires game one playoff pitcher. That's <sighs> that's very lackluster, but that's okay. Something, that's okay. Something's gone wrong if that happens. Um, well, something has gone wrong, but if we true. sneak into the playoffs with this somewhat disaster of a year, like I feel like that's pretty fucking great. Yeah, that's true. How is this even seeing where we are right now? How, where how is this a disaster of a season? Because we're like better, we're just not good. I don't I don't know what it is. This team has been very frustrating. Just the way they play. Like, like, look at half the team. Like, look at where we were, like, two months ago. I mean, I know. Like, this team's not perfect, but I think we're, like, I think we're playing over our talent level with, like, guys like Fires hitting. Like, we're not, like, look at the injuries we've had, too. I mean, we've sure. had major injuries. Um, like, I just don't think, like, we're... Like shitting the bed, I think. No, like, we're not shitting the like, bed. It's it's just like a, it's like built up this whole season, and I think maybe I'm a little bit more discouraged because I've followed it even more closely than I already did before. But doing this show, so it's like when you're watching every single game and you're living and dying with the team, it kind of wears on you. All these little the Ranger losses and all these injuries. It's kind of like it's like pent up anxiety and anger in me. Oh yeah. So I, I really don't yeah, think no, they're a disappointment. You know what caused anger with me? What? I love you. Yeah, you know what caused anger with me? Twenty twelve. Watching that, every game in twenty twelve. Yeah, that that hurt. But there was a peace in knowing where you stood. And I think the the not knowing and the coupled with the expectation kind of I think that's what that's why I'm hurt. Because I was so So you're projecting I was your so, anxiety on the team. Right, yeah. Well, and I was up after everybody was after last year, even though I, I can easily admit that that was a year early and it shouldn't have happened. But it did. So with the whole team coming back, I don't know. I, I, I feel like they just left a bunch of wins on the table, even with the injuries and how bad they played. They still, they still could, they could have 85 wins right now, easily. Easy. Easy. And, and, and I'm sorry to be giving you shit, Pat. I'm sorry to keep giving you shit. See, I look at it as we're not a per- we're not a complete team yet, and we're, no, we're this not. far. We're not. We're not. You're, you're right. right. You're right. Nick, you're right. You saw the shit ton of improvement, and we're this far. These guys are learning how to win and playoffs. I mean, I mean, hell, like, dude, it took Bagwell and Biggio like seven years to make a playoff game, and they were so like shell shocked from it. They didn't like. I don't think Bagwell got a hit until like '99. <laughs> <laughs> he might not have. In the playoffs. I mean... I'm still mad about 98. Can we talk about 98 uh, for a well, second? Well, yeah. Who's who's not? But, I mean... No, you're no, like, you're you're absolutely right. I know. And you forget that those... We had great Astros teams with Hall of Famers on it that couldn't beat the fucking Braves. I, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know what... Maybe our 
our mentality is just all over the board and we all like you have this optimistic look which is just as ag- it's accurate i've got this woe is me outlook james you're kind of middle of the road de- you go back and forth from depends. positive to negative it depends on which 15 minute span you ask me if i'm if i'm like i know and that's kind of where i'm at too i don't know why i'm so down right now i'm i'm not i i i'm overall positive about the big picture i'm i'm happy the direction of where we're going but just on a day by day basis i'm just i don't know why this team disappoints me i, I maybe i'm the weird one for me it's the rangers yes you know- <laughs> yeah, the I think the it might be the Rangers. It might be that they've just beaten this inferior inferiority complex into me. Yeah, and you know, at the beginning of the season, you know, there were a few things that I looked at why I thought the Astros would be better than they were in 2015. And that was their I thought their their road they would play better on the road and they for they have, they have which we have margin, marginally they've played a little bit better on the road. Um I thought they'd be better in one-run games. And for the most I would part, say they're probably not, or dead, maybe the same. It's it's probably I haven't looked at it. I'm saving that until the postmortem. Um, I feel like we're way better on the road this year. It's yeah, it'll it be feels it feels better. It'll be five or it'll be it'll be six or seven games better on the road, which is a lot, which is a decent amount. But I also thought like there's no way they they get tagged up they just get beaten down by the Rangers again like they did last year and it's and somehow they made it even worse like it, their record against the Rangers is worse this year than it was last year and, and I that think, Rangers team isn't I mean they're good do not get me wrong but they're not a world beater it's we're the only team they dominate like that and and I think that's part of my anxiety and my anger is that they're not that good and they're just treating us like, yeah. And maybe that's what it is for me too. Is that if it was this, this amazing dominating hundred and like the Cubs this year's Cubs. Yeah. That's just running away with the division and they're just beating everybody. I'd be okay with it, but they're not. Yeah. They're losing series to Minnesota. They're blowing so many saves. Like they have so many walk off wins because they've blown saves. It's not even funny. Well, hey, I can't tell you how many times I've looked think, where they've, they've given up two runs in the ninth and they score one in the bottom of the ninth to win. It's like, fuck the Rangers so much. <laughs> yep. I don't think the Rangers are going to win more than 75 games next year. That would be ideal. That'd be great. I, I, don't, think that, I don't think they are. I think, I think they're going to have a downward projection. We got. I mean, we need, a, we need to shore up the rotation. Keuchel's got to come back. McCullers has got to come back. We, need, mean, getting, we need to so, sign Chris Archer. We need, we, need to, we need one big arm in here. Just one. It's gonna take. It's gonna. I agree. I. I think. And I think Archer's gonna be the guy that they go out and get. I, I think so too. But but it's it's gonna be. We're we're gonna lament. There's gonna be there's gonna be anger on Astros Twitter about how much they had to give up because Archer is a. But very, you have to he's, at he, this point. You have, you have to, it. You have to do it. Everybody that we need is up. He is a, is up here. He is a yeah, very. Yeah. No. Totally. It, no. Archer's. It, I don't. There's not. Go ahead. Yeah, I think you might have to give up Musgrove. I don't think you have to give up MLB-ready talent. I think it'd be all prospects, but that would suck. But I'm okay with giving up Musgrove, to be honest with you. We got all the guys we need. We got all the guys we need. Yeah, we need one. As far as like I, I think we're one big, like a star arm that pushes the rotation back. That If McCullers comes back and say we sign Archer, and you got Archer, Keuchel, McHugh, McCullers, that's four. And then you have Davinsky and a whole Davinsky. slew of guys competing for that fifth spot. Fires, whatever. It doesn't matter. It, who cares? That's... We're instantly better. You're right. Instantly. Absolutely. And then the the offense is already going to come around with Bregman coming back next year, Guriel. 
the the three core with Springer, Correa, and Altuve. Like that's a that's a core team. That's a good team. I'm very excited for 2017. And I'm still supporting the team. I'm not down on this team. I'm just no. We know that. We know that. But we, we're just, giving you shit. I don't know. I know. I feel shitty though. And I and now I, I want I want to talk through it. I don't know why. I'm I'm still I'm okay saying like this is a disappointing year. I'm okay with that. And it's not because they let us down from talent. It was just how it happened. It, it was just disappointing in the sense they were down and they were up. It was they just kind of strung us along or yeah. something. I I, I don't know. They're back in it. They're not in it. They got to win this series. If they don't do this, they got to do that. And they've just like hung on this entire time. So it's like been stressful for most of the year. There was a good... you know how... go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Well, you know what's crazy? Like I figured out, and I paid a, a lot of attention to this. Is in the last two years, we've never been a game over. We've never been eleven games over five hundred. We get to ten. Yeah, and then we go into a massive losing streak every single time. Huh. Um, that's interesting. That's that next step to that next games, level of winning. We are a better team. Yeah. So that's no, I've noticed that too. Yeah, they they get right there, and it's like okay, they're about to step up, and then they drop back down to four over. Then then they got to win four in a row to get eight over. It's just like God damn it. There was there was a girl that I dated in high school. There she, was a girl. <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Move on. Sorry. And and she was from Southeast Houston, as I was, and and it, it seemed like she <laughs> she was <laughs> she would always. And this was limited to high school only. She would always just like things would go well, and she'd break my heart. And and at one point, my dad said, "Look, the next time you think about dating." This girl, he's like, was that bad? Where your parents were stepping in, like, all right, bro. Well, yeah, he was like, he's like, I'll tell you what, <laughs> easy. This she's a man eater. <laughs> he says, next time you think about dating her, just lay down in the driveway and let me run over you with a car, because that way, <laughs> it, he goes, it won't hurt as much, and you'll know, and and you'll know it's coming. So that's awesome. That's the 2016. That awesome. Cool. Me and James's dad are taking over the podcast. <laughs> It'd be infinitely better to be honest. It, it, it would. I'd, I'd listen to that. I'd listen to the new Lima time with Nick Mundy and Mr. Yasko. James's dad. <laughs> James's dad. We don't even give his name. It's just James's dad. Yeah. So that's, that's the asterisk uh, for me. Down with that. Yeah, that's, that's um, awesome. Don't you dare compare the R team to your high school squeeze. <laughs> They're both moderately fun. <laughs> moderately fun. You said she just stumped on your heart every time anything was good. Yeah, but it was it was, yeah. It was. She's already. She still got you. No, 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 no. Let's let's move on. Let's let's <laughs> let's abandon. Tell you what, though. Tell you what. Trying to get back on topic. Uh, Yuri is already like one of the best free agent signings of the upcoming hot stove season. I feel pretty good, and I think, especially if it leads to his younger brother, Lords, I think. Which then, I think it is. I think it has. He's to. already said that he wants to sign here. So, uh, that, well, and that's that was my hope too. Was that it was not only would 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 Yuli Gurriel end up being productive for us? He's like the greatest Cuban hitter ever. But if we got his younger brother. It's a, that's it's, yeah. He's supposed to be infinitely better. Yeah, that that's that's got to be the that's that has to be that's, that's that's the goal. That had to be the end game, right? It, I mean, to to commit hey, a few mil, to, you get a productive hitter, he, and he's been like a great Cuban player. Like he's been hyped for a long time. I've been reading about that guy for a long time. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, the younger brother is the that's the catch. That's the catch. That's the it's almost like the the, the Yuli was the bait to get to get the younger brother. And if that works, then but man. like that's good bait. Like he's productive bait. It's not like he was a, like oh we're gonna give forty seven million dollars to. I mean he's come up and hit. Like he's great. Yeah, totally. but I still think the end game was both of them. That that was the play. That's a pretty genius play. It it has to be. And if it doesn't work out, to. then I'm going to reevaluate. But well, I got a little scared when he was like, "Oh, I want to wait." And there was the period where he could sign here, but well, he could wait, and then and he's available to all the teams. Which I don't blame him for doing that. Well, the, the the issue with that is if he waits until after his birthday, then then it doesn't count against the Astros like spending limits. Like they can just give him however much money they want. So it actually it works out better. Like if he sign, if they were like he signed tomorrow, you know, if, if I don't know, Ken Rosenthal came and said Lords Guriel has a deal with a major league team, I'd be like, well, crap, that didn't work out because it's not the Astros because they have they've already blown way past their spending limit on international players. But if he waits until like mid October, whenever his birthday is, then then he's just a free agent. So the longer it drags out, the better it looks for the Astros. The better it is for the club. Yeah. yeah. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is why I keep him. Gaddis just uh, beat out. Gaddis just beat out a uh, infield hit. Wheels. Wheels. Gaddis. Because he, he's got fire. No, I think uh, I think next year's team is going to be interesting. Not to jump ahead because I think you make. I don't know. I go back and forth on this, but I think you make Gaddis the starting catcher because you're going to want that DH spot. And Castro's just, you know. I, okay. I see. I don't know what they do there. I can't put a read on how much money Castro would get in free agency. I can't either because nobody can. Because sometimes he's great and sometimes he's terrible. I don't hate Castro, but I, I kind of hate him a little bit. But <laughs> but not as much as I did the beginning of the year when I was really harassing him. He's he's an adequate catcher. He's an adequate catcher, and this year he's making. But, he's making. But I would take. He's making too much money. Is what he's making. He's making five million dollars this year. I think in free agency he gets. I think he gets three years. 30, three and a half. Three and a half. I think he gets three. Uh, three years, thirty to forty million. That's yeah, I think that's lot. gonna be too expensive for the Astros. Not because they're cheap, just because. No, he can go. Uh, he can scram. Because because I think. So what do you do with? I, I What's the think, deal with Stassi? He sucks. Yeah, I know he sucks, but like, what? I hate how we have these guys that we have high hopes for, and they fall off so fast. It's like we didn't even get a chance. We're I've, all talking like, oh, when Stassi gets up, it's over with, and he's just like already done. It's like, well, you know what? That's a that's that's a good team because if this was a team three years ago, Stassi would be playing. Stassi's all the playing, time. yeah. Well, and he did, yeah. and in like in his like second plate appearance or his second game, then a freaking Rangers like Tanner Shepard's like hit him in the face with a baseball, and that ended his. And he he his has only played in like September's ever since. So I think he this was, is why we don't have Lucas Harrell on the team. That's right. That's right. All Lucas. Can can you can I mean let's just think like worst case scenario for Astros fans the Astros miss the playoffs and the Rangers win the World Series Lucas Harrell and Carlos Gomez are going to get rings. Fuck that. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. I'm not going to have it. No, I I don't think they can win either. I don't know. The only way that happens is if my preferred presidential candidate wins handedly. So <laughs> karma has to work out. But I. I think I'd prefer that. 
So, also, no, I, 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 would, I would buy if gear the for every team. Brain might spend more money. Fuck the, yeah, right. Oh my, I wouldn't. I I couldn't handle that. I would. I would be so outspoken. I'd I'd be wearing every team's gear that the Rangers play. <laughs> I'd, I'd travel against them. I mean, that's how much I hate them. Yeah, I would actively join the bandwagon of every team they play just to talk shit and harass them. They can't win. I I I would do anything to keep that from happening. I would. I'm I'm willing to sacrifice friendships and relationships to make sure that the Rangers don't win the World Series. They can't. They really can't. Like nothing would hurt me more, especially this year. That would be irreparable damage if the Rangers win the World Series this year after they beat up on us. I, that, I couldn't do. It. I really couldn't handle it. The Astros fan in me thinks that's what makes it inevitable. God damn it, James! <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, he fell down. Yes, tie ball game. Ah. Uh, Oh, you guys are ahead of me. Oh, he's safe. <laughs> hey, okay. It's his Real favorite quick, commercial. Because I'm curious about this. Who plays left field next year? Who plays first? Hmm. I think Guriel's in left. Guriel plays. Guriel plays left. Yeah. And I think and here's here. I think it's either AJ Reed at first, or I think it's Joey Votto. You think they go and get Joe? Dude, I'd love Joey Votto here. All he does is get I, on base. He's perfect for this offense. Or the lineup in general, I mean. I don't know why I said offense. Football mentality. Um, yeah, dude, Joey Votto would be so insane here. I'd, I'd he, love it. He wants out of Cincinnati. He does, he, and the thing is, like, he makes so much money. Like, it's You wouldn't have to give up a whole lot in prospects because the Astros would be taking on... A, a, like that, 20, So much money that it wouldn't matter. Yeah. $25 million a year for the next, like, eight years. And our payroll is still so low that we can do that. We can still do that. That's what's – we have so much I, – I, I don't know how this owner – the ownership's going to – what kind of spending they're really going to do now that we're winning. But just to take that step up is pretty easy, I think, honestly. I think, we're still not paying anything. Well, but but those paydays are coming. and it, Oh, it, they, they are. For sure, but you're going to have to spend if you want to win. That's just how it works. Yeah, and it's going to be. I mean, it's a couple of years before like Springer hits, you know, arbitration or I don't know what the. If you're looking at arbitration or free agency, it's you know. Don't you do you, do you think they let Springer go when he hits arbitration? I think they do. Let him go. I don't. I can see them because by the time he hits free agency, he's going to be what like thirty, thirty one. Like I can thirty, thirty one. I can see them. Letting letting it ride through through his arbitration years and then parting ways when it comes to free agency. Well, that's what that, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Then yeah, no, I see that. Happening. See, I think he's going to be a big trade that refreshes the uh, farm system, like in two or three years. Because you've got, I mean, I don't, and I don't want to already get go down this path, but but Kyle Tucker like is hit pretty well. He's, he's killing the wall. So there, there are options that if you were trying to like save money here and there to pay Altuve and Correa, then then you could do that. Well, yeah, because we've already come to the conclusion that you can't pay you can't pay all three and Keuchel. You have to pay. You can pay three of those five, right? Or so, two of those Keuchel. five. Not not Keuchel. So you got you got Altuve, you got Correa, who are locks. Yeah. And then you've got so it's either Springer or Keuchel, rather. So one of those two are are done. Here, done here. 
Yeah. Rather. And I think. I mean, I, I, and I, I'm good be. with either of them. I mean, I, I love Keuchel, but I, he's just. I don't know. We're gonna have to put. That's after next year, right? We have to pay him, or is it this year? Uh, oh, that's a good question. No, next it was this year, but really, no, I think sucks. he's a free agent in 2018. 2018. He's a free agent in 2018. Okay, so after this, okay, so, so one more year, and then we have to pay him, or it's after the 2018 season. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's gonna be interesting. I also feel like Yuri could play first, and then we go after an outfielder. Or well, two. he can play first, but. Yeah, look, if you can get Votto, I mean, get Votto, but I'm just saying there's, like, we have some options, that, but we do need to fill up, fill up the hole. Like, because Rasmus will be gone, because I feel like, you know, you want Kemp and Marisnik on the team, you just don't want them starting. I don't know if I want Marisnik on the team, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm okay with, with Marisnik not, not being on the team next year. And I'm okay with him being on the team, too, so let me... I think you guys make more in hot sauce than he makes in salary. <laughs> he just can't hit for shit. I love the guy. I think he's hilarious. No, he's great. He's a great clubhouse guy. Like, I love the dude, but he's just he can't fucking hit. He has nice hair. He has beautiful hair. He's a gorgeous man. I he's love him. He's, he's, he just can't hit. He's our Jose he's our Jose Vizcaino. <laughs> Jose Vizcaino was a great player. I love that guy. I miss him. I miss him. I miss his big, buggy eyes. <laughs> his big, goggly, googly eyes. Hey, Dallas Keuchel. I'd like to get a run here. That'd be pretty cool. Dallas Keuchel will not be a free agent until after the 2018 season. Ooh. Okay, well, we have him then, so we'll fuck it. I mean, we have Dallas Keuchel. That's at, fine. At which point he'll be, 30, he'll be in his age 31 season. Bye, Dallas. You we'll see you. Give, him, give us a I, ring for two bye. years. Yeah, give us, a, give us a ring in these two years, or you're not getting one here. That's right. Although if we're shitty next year, he he could be traded. Yeah, that's a that's a trade guy for sure. Yeah. Now he's on the definitely on the block. The deadline guy or hell, I don't know, man. Right, but see, I love that we have all these different options. That we've got these hypotheticals for shit we do if things go bad. We've kind of got a built-in protection there. Yeah, we're good. We're in good shape. This is a good team. Jeff Luna, great guy. And the the fun part is that that we can great throw guy, great guy. we can throw all this crap against the wall, but but knowing full well that whatever move Luno makes is going to get roasted on on Twitter, and it doesn't well, it, it doesn't matter. Twitter what it is. is stupid. <laughs> this is where I was trying to bait y'all. Nick go. Nick do, Nick don't comment. Go go. Don't bait me. Don't bait me. These idiots <laughs> can shut up. How about that? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to sound controversial, but if you don't think Jeff Luno's a great GM, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, fucking die in a fire. How about that? <laughs> How about we burn you with the rest of the witches? Get the sure, he's made up. he's made a couple mistakes, but Carlos Gomez is playing good now. God damn it! That wasn't. I, you know what? Just because something doesn't work out, I'm not going to label it a mistake. I don't like that. You know what? Because no, literally every like move, the, every move doesn't work out. I love I love that move. We gave up some stuff for it, but I still like going for it. And had it worked out and Gomez played at peak, it would have been incredible. Whatever. And none of those guys are really doing that much. Granted, all the guys we released in the Brewers sign, yeah, they're doing great. But actually, no, is Chris I, I Carter still playing? Like, yeah, guys going for it and it not working out. I'd rather them go for it than not and not do anything. Like and I know this. that that's not every single time. 
There's some times where you just stand pat, and that's like they did this year. Like this training day? Yeah, exactly. But I was still excited when we got we had Fires and Gomez coming here. And there was potential there. And it didn't work out, but I still don't hate the move. Oh, shit. You know who's a free agent? Mark Trumbo. Trumbo? Huh. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Trumbo. Yeah, he just seems like one of those guys that had a great plate out of his head. Get down, get down. And then, ah. uh, he played well in Seattle and Baltimore. Like he's played in two very different ballparks and yeah. has, has played pretty well. Yeah, I, I'd take Trumbo. I'd definitely take Trumbo. He feels like a trap guy. Yeah, he does. The um, the free agents for pitching is just it's it's just it's, just it's just Chris Archer, right? Well, who he, I mean, who that's the only no, one. That not I, a free agent. He's just you'd have to trade for him. Yeah, but he's but he's available. In yeah. Quotations. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's Asher, no there's nobody really available that's that's worth going to get. That's just straight free agent. All right, Springer. I will. I'll sign your next contract if you come through here. How about that? <laughs> James, what were we talking about earlier? How like Springer is great; he's not clutch. We were to, we, that's exactly what we were, to, we were talking about. If you want him to help you go from being three runs up to five runs up, Springer's your guy. If you need that late clutch hit, so he's, just, so he's Jeff Bagwell. He's not your guy. The, that's exactly the, what the, Nick said. No, that, the, the seven, the seven, another the three run home run. That's yeah, Bagwell. Was was more, he'll, he'll, he'll hit bombs when you're up seven to nothing. But <laughs> if it's two to one and you need a, you have runners on second and third with two outs, he's going to ground it out. And and then or he'll get thrown out. He's the slowest fast guy in baseball. Like for a guy who's reportedly fast, he he should not be getting thrown out the way that he is this season. I I agree. He makes some really wide turns, and he he has really uh, really slow strides. So he may be fast, but he doesn't have those long strides that take up a bunch of space. So he's moving his legs really fast. Um. Yeah, I I don't know what the deal is. I mean, some people are clutch, like like Nick, like you said, Guriel. Even if it's a, a fucking bloop, he gets that hit when it's needed. Or a, just a ground ball through the hole. That's all you need. You don't need a fucking gapper or a home run. Just get on base. You never had that. Yeah. We yeah. So never he's kind that. of a guy that does that. that we don't have anybody. Altuve's a cl- pretty clutch. Altuve's come yeah, but through. I think Marlon's more, more clutch than... If you're listening to this podcast, it's just getting slow. It's the seventh inning of Tuesday's game. We have <laughs> two little, men on. It's a little yeah, tense. We're, watching, we're all watching the game. We're not. We don't care about you. <laughs> you know, one of the things that struck me uh, in th- in kind of going back through the Rangers games is how poorly guys like like notably Springer and Correa were absolutely terrible against the Rangers, like hitting one fifty. Uh, over almost 20 games. And I don't know if that comes from they want to beat the Rangers as badly as we want them to beat the Rangers. Yeah, for sure. I think it... I think it well, here's a question. Too. That's all they hear. Go ahead, Nick. Here's start. a question. How would you rate Correa's season? Because uh, he had more home runs in a shorter period of time last year. I, I'd give him a B. That's not the like, end all it's, it's, not, it's not bad. He didn't take giant steps forward, but he didn't regress. Um, I still think he's going to be a great player. Um, Year two is... I I want him to take a little bit of a step forward. I was looking for a 
30 home runs and maybe hitting 280, 275. I think that's next year. I think that's next year. Yeah, I think year two is the adjustment year. It's where the league makes adjustments to you, and it's year three where... But he didn't have a sophomore slump, though. So he didn't. He stayed He stayed pat. So he had a pretty okay shitty with, year. But it's not a bad... I mean, it wasn't a shitty year, though. I mean, look at I me. Mean, his numbers aren't oh, terrible. No, no, for like, sure. Look at his RBIs and... But it could have been better. Could have been better. God damn it! Yeah, I think I think next year next year he's boo. He's a pretty good short springer. Oh, you guys are ahead of me. I mean, nothing happened. He hit a home run. <laughs> God damn it! Sorry, I'll stop giving it away. I, I, I forgot that you're. My bad. No, it's oh, it's fine. I mean, it doesn't change what well, happened, but um. Oh, Dick! On that pit? pitch? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. That's okay. All right, guys. We're not losing. Well, hey. I love you guys. Thanks no, we so love much. you. I, I think the fan base is going to be receptive to this, and you're not hated anymore. Hey, do you want to? I only called them fucking idiots yeah. one time. Tell Nick, plug your plug your podcast. Yes. Oh yeah. So if you want to listen to another podcast after this one, that's they not do. about baseball, but that's just about weird crap, and you know, a bunch of grown men taking the Kinsey sex scale test or <laughs> talking about going back in time and to the time period of when they would kick their own ass. Uh, check out the Team Tiger Awesome show on iTunes. It's uh, part of the Chris Jericho Network, the WWE Heavy Metal Superstar on Podcast oh, One. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, um, it's a bunch of, uh, you know, fun timery. If you want to listen to some good time podcasting, that's not about the Astros. I'm queuing. But I'm, when you want to get again. away. I'm subscribing. But it's by two giant Astros fans, myself and Clint Gage. So check it out. We're not. I'm fine. Check out Screen Junkies and everything Nick does. Nick's the best. You, if you don't know that already, then you're dumb. Yeah, but Nick Nick rules, and we're friends with him before you. I don't know why I keep berating the listeners. I'm just like, why? I always talk shit to them. (laughs) Like, why am I? I'm just a mean person. I think I don't know. Normally, I'm nice. I don't know. Nick, We're you're the best. Mean. Thanks for doing the show, man. Come, hey, thank you guys hey, so much. Have come fun. back in the uh, in the off season when we're just clowning. We'll talk wrestling and all sorts of crazy no, shit. No, when we're in when we're at game one with uh, you know fires pitching. All right, so ALCS game one, we'll talk some wrestling and ALCS. Yes, perfect. Right, awesome, dude. Thanks for coming on. What a sweetheart. He really is. He's great. Like it's 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 still like I, I've got some I've got some some friends some acquaintances that are my you I'm sure you have more acquaintances that are famous than than I do but I I know a few people that might be qualified that might be considered famous and it still blows my mind a little bit because I'm like nobody and 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 I count Nick as one of those people like he's like I consider him a friend and but like a million people know who he is and that's amazing yeah like he he's. He's real popular. I know his uh, the screen junkies and the uh, what's the other uh, what's the show he does the Monday Night Raw. Yes, he, he does that. That's real popular. Um, yeah, I have I have comedian friends that that fill in on that on his show and and help out with that, and they all love him. So he's uh, yeah, he's a big deal. Yeah, it's cool. It's real he's cool. Best friends with the Rock. Come on. Yeah, that's just bizarre. But yeah, so yeah, we have a he's a friend of the program and we're we're awesome. So that's yeah. just kind of what we do here. That's right. So we keep it real. Um do is there anything is there anything we need to talk about? 
Did we cover uh, it? I mean, I mean, I think we covered it. I, I, I kind of love how we're all three kind of on different pages. I think that sums up what the Astros are. I think, yeah, we've all watched the same baseball and have two, have three sort of different interpretations about what we're watching. Well, I mean, I, I have Nick's overall outlook on the, on the team and where they're headed. And I, I think that this is just a base and this is just the start. I completely agree with him. But I'm just so exhausted from this year. Yeah. And... And and maybe and 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 when he said it, I kind of looked back. I'm like, he's right. I mean, we're we have 78 wins and we have 10 games to play. I mean, we can or 11 games to play, whatever it is. Um, we're not bad, <laughs> you know. We're really not. Yeah, it's true. And, and and maybe it makes me think, oh, we could have been so much better, and we it, it was right there for the taking. But I mean, I think I think all all things considered, what's happened with the injuries and the. Uh, how players have performed, I think we should all be pretty happy with the results of this year playing uh, meaningful baseball in the last week of the season. Yeah, I, I see that, and I also think... All things considered is in the caveat. Yeah. You know, I, I keep going back to April and how... And I, I keep thinking back to our very first episode about how we oh, were... Oh, it was, was beat. We were dead. It was the worst. We well, were like, why do we even do this show? Well, that was our second episode. The first episode was, <laughs> was the right before oh, this... Oh, excitement like oh 95 wins 95 wins 95 like, wins and then ah. and then april happened and it was just like crapping down our our throats well, that's been the whole year it's just like these like big high it's been like being on drugs like <laughs> these big these big highs and these terrible like dark lows and that's what it's been all year it's just there was no it's not like a even plane of rising it's just been up, down, up, down, up, down. It's never been consistent. It's true. It's so true. And that that wears on you if you watch it day in and day out. It's like, fuck, God, these guys are the worst. <laughs> so I, I think that, yeah, I, I think it's just a, a product of the environment of paying that much attention and living and dying with a team. With an inconsistent on a week, team. On a weekly and daily basis. Like, it just wears on you a little bit. And I think if they were even in a better position now, it would still wear on me because it's been, oh, the Rangers killing us and up and down. Yeah. No, I see that. And I just feel crap. I feel like crap. Even though we took two out of three from Seattle, we needed all three, but that's okay. And then you win the first game last night. It's like, I mean, we're not dead. It just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And if they come back and win this game, I will. it'll be completely different. Because you're two games out, and it's like, okay, well, we can do this. And if they lose, it's gonna be like, God, it's the A's. Like well, it's, it's another. Well, if missed, they lose, it's over. It's over. It's another missed opportunity. Right. But they're tied, and they can absolutely win this game. So maybe they'll just surprise us and and take care of business. And about an hour and a half ago, maybe two hours ago, I had two. Uh, I had two two uh, a cup of tea with two bags of sleepy time. So there's literally no chance I I stay up for the rest of this game. So you're gonna like you're gonna sign off and just crash out. I'm yeah. I might fall asleep. But you deserve like, good sleep. I mean, you you've got yeah. You got to get up. So you've got you've got what five and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm. If yeah, but it'll be it'll be closer to five. I'll get it uploaded tonight so that everyone everyone. Well, can, no. If you want to wait, I mean, people are gonna listen tonight. If you want to wait till tomorrow, I, and just I, go to bed. I go think ahead you'd and do be that. surprised. I think you'd be. I think people will listen tonight. All right, sweetheart. You do what you want. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. Hey! It's 
like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, free your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh.